0: and shoes it's Jesus in the everyday me and you the good news
1: this is the Jesus good news the station everyday, wcno bomb city good news and shoes
2: tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m for Team Martech local professionals serving our community Listen to a financial advisor, local attorney, independent insurance agent, mortgage broker, realtor, and certified public accountant. They discuss issues and answer questions of interest to you. That's Team MarTech, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. on WCNO.
3: The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support.
2: I like being like him because he did all kinds of radical things. Everybody thinks he was some like, calm, non-smiling, non-joking around. Jesus is walking around like this solemn all the time. Your sins are forgiven. (laughs) If Jesus is like that in heaven, I don't want to go. I'll tell you right now, because I don't think he was like that. Hmm? I think Jesus was as real as we are. He liked to laugh and have a good time and you know what else his kingdom was so opposite Jesus wasn't even good looking matter of fact the Bible says he wasn't no hunk, he wasn't handsome he wasn't nothing that you would look at but he spoke with so much authority that people would look at him and go who is this man he says things I've never heard before it's like my heart is cut when he talks it's amazing to me isn't that amazing goes to Peter and he says, Peter, I'm going to wash your feet. What are you talking about? Wash my feet. You want to wash feet. Slaves wash feet, Jesus. You just got through saying you're the Messiah. You just got through saying we're going to conquer Rome. What are you talking about? Wash feet. Never. Never. And Jesus said to Peter, he said, Peter, in my kingdom, in the new kingdom, We wash feet. To be the greatest in my kingdom, you have to become the least. In my kingdom, to become the greatest, you have to serve. Come on, help me somebody, amen? Hmm. The way you exercise power in my kingdom is you serve. The way you get wealth in my kingdom is you give. The way you overcome in my kingdom is you forgive. Hmm. Is everybody all right? Come on. And he puts on this towel. He kneels at their feet. He begins to wash their feet. He's washing their feet. Peter said, Lord, Lord, don't do it. He said, Peter, I'm not a way. I'm the way. I'm not just a life. I'm the life. I'm not just some truth. I'm the truth. Peter? Peter? It's going to be all right. Let me wash your feet. And then he told him, he said, and if you see me do this, you need to keep doing it. Come on, it's not a one-time deal. Amen? Amen. And the kingdom of this world, people seek to be served. In the counterculture, the kingdom serves. We serve each other. Come on, somebody. Say, we serve each other. Peter's like, Lord, you can't do this. You can't be a slave. You You got to realize something, man. Washing somebody's feet back then is not like washing somebody's feet today. It's not like going down to the little shop down there by PetSmart or wherever it is and putting your feet up in a little bowl and all these little women get on your little feet with all these little things she massage your feet and rub your calves. And you just, woo, that's just lovely. It wasn't like that. Because back then everybody had sandals. They didn't have boots. If you had you know, if you walked in the mud back then, you walked in the mud with sandals. You didn't walk in the mud with boots. Everybody had sandals. And how many know back then they didn't have cars or trucks? Their main mode of transportation was horses and donkeys and camels. Come on, somebody. I don't know if you know this, but those are animals, and they don't really go to a restroom when they have to use a restroom. They just walk down the road, and feces just falls out the back of them, and, and, and urine just falls out of their belly up and down the street all day. So you have to understand that when the disciples walked through these dusty streets of Jerusalem every day, they were stepping in a bunch of crap all the time. They were stepping in a bunch of urine all the time. It was stinky, and it was smelly. So when you came into a house, your feet were really disgusting and your sandals were disgusting your feet didn't smell because of bad foot odor smell because of something else do I need to make that any plainer hmm? Jesus said this he said I'm gonna teach my people in my kingdom that's the way my kingdom emerges in the earth. That's the way my kingdom comes. It comes through being a servant. Hmm? He said, I'm looking for a group of people in the world today that will touch the dirty places of society, that ain't afraid to go out in the streets, that ain't afraid to preach the word, that ain't afraid to go on a mission trip and and help somebody that ain't even got a house to live in and help somebody get some food and bring somebody some water. I'm looking for somebody that ain't afraid of addiction and ain't afraid of pain and ain't afraid of what this cult... I'm looking for somebody that won't shut up, back up, and be quiet that'll reach down and wash the filth off of this culture and give somebody a little bit of hope. Praise the Lord. I wonder if I got anybody in Truth Church today that says I want to be a part of a counterculture kingdom, a kingdom that has no end. Praise the Lord. Come on, are you getting this? Touch somebody and say, we got to wash some feet. I'm looking for some people that ain't intimidated by this culture. Not intimidated by universities and colleges that, that preach progressivism every day and, and, and come against the Christians and come against God and come against Jesus. Somebody that'll stand up and declare the word of the Lord. I wonder if we got any warriors in the house today. I got about 10 of you trying to be a warrior. Come on, somebody. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty to pulling down strongholds. Casting down every high imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Every thought, every deed of this culture that is bent on your destruction, that is bent on changing the way you think. God has given you authority and power to overcome it. Hmm. We're going to wash the filth off of this world. Hmm. Come on. Praise the Lord, I feel good. He takes the basin, the water bowl. He dips his hand in the water bowl and he begins to wash the filth off of their feet. All the power in the kingdom comes from the basin. You want to move into the things that God has for your destiny? You better learn how to operate out of the basin. You want to be lifted up, you better learn how to get down. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You. you want to understand what it really means to be prosperous in this kingdom that we're talking about? You're going to have to lay your life down. Yes. Hallelujah. Jesus said this. He was walking one time with the disciples. He said to his disciples, You're going to be one of mine. You're going to have to take up your cross and follow me. When he said that, he had not yet taken up his cross. Now think about this. It was a common day occurrence for crucifixions to take place in Jerusalem. It was commonplace for somebody that was found guilty of a crime that was going to be crucified for them to carry their burden or their cross to the place of their crucifixion. saw this every day. Jesus, in the presence of his disciples, told them, "The thing, this kingdom that we're talking about, it's going to require some sacrifice. You can't be selfish. You can't be about, all about you. You're going to have to pick up your cross and carry it. See, the cross is a picture of the journey that we're all on to giving our life away. I mean, there ain't nobody carrying a cross that's planning on giving their life away. Come on. You see people walking around, they're not carrying a cross. It means they have no intention of giving their life away. But when you come across people that are in love with Jesus and you see them carrying the burdens of their friends, carrying the burdens of their community, carrying the burdens of strangers, carrying that cross, It's a sign to the unbeliever that they are prepared to give their life away. But don't get me wrong, man. It doesn't mean you have to go through life and be a victim. You go through life victorious. It's not slugfest. Because in the counterculture kingdom, we're mighty. Faith moves mountains. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says he has faith to level mountains and to make low places level. How many know if there's level mountains and low places are level, then you just, you don't have mountains and low places anymore. You just have level land. And the counterculture of the kingdom, man, everything is balanced out with God's goodness. So we give our life away, but by the by the fact that we give our life away, we are empowered to live a place of victory. By giving our life away, we move into the place of blessing. By giving our life away, we move into the place of prosperity. And he didn't just leave us to fight battles empty-handed. He gave us weapons. Somebody say, he gave me a weapon. He gave us weapons. I, you know, <laughs> when I was in the Navy, man, I mean... You did The F word in the Navy, it had like 20,000 different definitions to it. Everywhere you go today, man, it's just like commonplace. You can't even walk into to Walmart without hearing somebody drop an F-bomb. Come on, amen. You can't. It's just like commonplace. I, God gave you a weapon that is so much more powerful than an F-bomb. You know what it is? It's a J-bomb. J-bomb. Somebody shout J-bomb. It's the name of Jesus. That means that no matter where you go on this journey, no matter what you encounter, you have the authority of the name of Jesus operating in your life. That means that no matter what you come across, you can just drop a J-bomb on it. I don't care if it's come and it's come to set you apart or take you down or take you out. You can just look at it and say, in Jesus' name. I just dropped a J-bomb on you. Come on, somebody. See, I think sometimes we get so intimidated by the enemy of our life that we get tricked into keeping our mouth shut because he knows if he can get you to keep your mouth shut then he can get one up on you. But when you learn how to open your mouth and speak the word of somebody, come on somebody and learn how to speak the word of God the J, drop a J-bomb in the middle of your situation, all of a sudden you have removed yourself from the circumstances of your life and you have brought him into the middle of whatever it is you're dealing with. And let me tell you something he's got all authority, all power, all everything to handle anything you got the next time you get mad at somebody just drop a J-bomb on them Jesus Mm -hmm. that's a good weapon somebody say that's a good weapon that's another weapon you know what another weapon is it's called the word of God somebody shout the word of God We don't don't know the word anymore We just hear the word every now and then But I'm going to tell you right now You need to know the word of God You need to get the word of God in your heart You know Come on somebody Because when everything's coming against you And and it looks like all hell's broke loose And all of a sudden you're looking down at the ground You can't get your head up And and you don't know what to do Then all of a sudden the word of God can come in your life And you say oh no I ain't got to keep my head down here. He's the glory and the lifter of my head Come on somebody they say well, and the devil said well you ain't got nothing and then the word of god can just come alive and you say well he'll supply all my needs according to his riches and glory praise the lord you ain't never going to do that you won't never amount to anything you can't get there you can't go there i can i can do all things through christ who gives me strength you might not think i can you might think you've got me caught but i got some word on the inside of me that says i can do all things See, i think we got too many i can't christians in the bible in the world today we got too many people say, I can't do it. I can't love them. I can't forgive them. I can't go there. I can't let it go. It hurts too much. You can't. Somebody shout, I can. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Praise the Lord. See, we got to get the word to come alive. In it. That's another way. Somebody say, get a weapon. See, I got the name of Jesus. I got the word of God. You know what else you got? We were doing it earlier. The power of praise. Oh! Oh! See, when you can learn how to praise on your worst days, that's a weapon of warfare that'll do the enemy in because the devil don't understand it. Your friends don't understand it. Your family that ain't saved don't understand it. When all hell done broke loose in your life and the doctor called you and said, it ain't looking good, honey. And then we got to do this to you. We got to do this to you. You got a 30% chance of survival. and ain't looking good. And the doctor tell you that and all your family go, oh, no, it's terrible. And you say, well, it ain't bothering me. Praise God. Glory to God. I know who I serve. Greater is my God. I praise you, Lord, in the midst of my mess. I praise you in the middle of my trial. I'm blessed and I'm cursed. I'm the heel of the Lord. By the stripes have been healed. No weapon formed against me can prosper. Come on, somebody, all the praise you. Somebody say, get a weapon. See, God done equipped you on this journey. You got everything you need. To carry your cross. He's greater. I, I, I just think we got to get to the place where we're not intimidated. The culture wants to intimidate us. The system of thought, the world we live in, wants to intimidate us. Well, you'll never do that. You'll never be that good. You, you, we cycle that stuff. And we lay our head down on the bed at night and our head hits the pillow. And we hear the words, you'll never overcome that. You're going to be like that the rest of your life. Somebody ought to get a weapon. Somebody ought to get a weapon. See some of you thought you've been you think you've been done in. You think what you've been through has undone you. You think this is the last ride around the mountain. Some of you feel like you can't go no more and you don't know how it's going to go. Some of you watch too many people pass away and too many die and you think your number's up. I got news for you. Your number ain't up till God calls it up. He's got a destiny for your life. I don't care what they say. My God, it says something else. He's greater. I got about 20 people trying to get in faith with me. Somebody shout, get a weapon. My God. Do you really know who we serve? I mean, do you know? I mean, we just don't wrap this up. We just we picture Jesus with the basin washing the feet. But do you know how mighty he is? See, Job got this stuff all messed up, man. The devil came to the Lord and said, Caught him in letting him go after Job. He goes after Job. And when it was all said and done, Job was sitting there in a pile of ash heap. Just saying, God, I don't know if you know what you're doing. And God said, excuse me? What you talking about, Job? Where were you when I hung the stars in the sky? Where were you when I fashioned the worlds in the atmosphere? Oh, come on, somebody. Where were you when I kicked back on the universe and put my foot up on planet earth as a footstool? Job said, oh, excuse me. You're right. I don't know nothing. And that saint God says that power is available to us through the basin. Come on, stand to your feet all over the room. Says with me, the way up is down. Way down is up. I believe God's gonna have an incredible year this year for this house and for everybody that's here today. God's got some incredible things for you. Some of you standing here this morning. You've been fighting and you've been fighting and you've been fighting and you've been fighting and you've been fighting. You've been fighting, you've been fighting. I got a word for you. The Lord said, You've come to your due season. It's your time. The Holy Spirit is saying, I'm about to flip the script on your life. The things you have strived for and struggled with, the things that you felt like you could never overcome, you're stepping into a season of new victory, of new times, of new places. And those things that I put in your heart when you were a small child, the visions I gave you, you're going to see them in this season of your life. I don't know who that's for, but if that's you, you need to get down here to the altar right now because the Holy Spirit is moving.
0: Praise the Lord.
2: Really make an effort to seek God. Don't come up to this altar and say you're going to do it and then go home and live the way you used to live. You've got to move into the counterculture. You can't do things the way you used to do them. You've got to move a new way. If what you was doing would have got you where you needed to be, you'd already be there. But it ain't. So you've got to do things different. You ready? When everybody to stretch your hands up here. Right now in the name of Jesus, Father, I pray for everybody that is standing at this altar in faith this morning. Father, I declare your promise, your potential, God, over their life right now. Lord, manifest your supernatural power in their life. Father, I come against every enemy attack, every spiritual thing that's trying to distract, every lie, God, that they've held on to. I break every stronghold, God, that they have put in their mind, God, that has trapped them from the place you're taking them. And I declare, God, that they are whole today in the name of Jesus. Father, I just drop a J-bomb up here at the front of this altar today, and I declare wholeness right now. And Father, I thank you, God, for the gifts, for the talents, for the strategies, for the wisdom, for the breakthrough, for the healing over your people today. And Father, we say this in Jesus' name, so be it. Amen and amen. Give the Lord a big round of applause.
1: Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where students have time for creativity, math, and logic, where truth is taught along with history, literature, and technology, where respect is modeled by please and thank you, where innovation and leadership are fostered while planning out college and career paths. This is the future of St. Lucie Christian students. We are now enrolling kindergarten through 12th grade. Full scholarships are still available. Find out more at stlucichristian.org.
3: Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silva and Associates is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silver & Associates can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español.